0: On dope? It's perfect! Shh, 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 Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. Hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby, connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. And this is uh, March 8th, 2017, and I'm dedicating this show to a single interview um, that I watched yesterday. I was searching for interesting news to cover over the last few days, but nothing was grabbing my interest much. There are plenty of things to talk about, of course, but uh, I don't know, nothing was blowing my skirt up, if you know what I mean. And this interview caught my attention because it is in the realm of potential, the possibilities coming down the path in the very near future. And all I have to say is, well, renegade nation. As I always say, keep your seat belts fastened as we ride the roller coaster. I just watched an interview of Cliff High by Greg Hunter of USA Watchdog. USA Watchdog, um, and it was very interesting interview. So I'm going to share the major points of it. Cliff is predicting that mid March, which is actually just this next week coming up. Is going to get really chaotic. I mean, as if it isn't already, right? (laughs) But this chaos is the force that carries major changes. I found Cliff's predictions to resonate with me and how I see where things are potentially going. And if you're unfamiliar with Cliff High, and that's Cliff is spelled with one F, not two, Cliff High. Uh, he was an independent contractor for Microsoft for a number of years uh, traveling the world to handle the toughest, most difficult software problems for them. Apparently, Microsoft didn't have anyone in-house that could do what Cliff could do. To explain, uh, Cliff High is a computer scientist, linguistic, and the founder of the predictive linguistics field. His process uses web bots to aggregate written text from the internet by the emotional content of the words. I will be the first to admit that not all of his predictions come true. However, no one has garnered the reputation and the attention in this field as Cliff High. His famous prediction in June of 2001 projected, quote, a major tipping point that is a life-changing event with aspects of military and accident. That would forever change the way we live. And this was to occur inside of 90 days of that June 2001 prediction. And since his first high profile prediction of the events of 911, he's been credited with predicting many other events, such as uh, the uh, anthrax attack in Washington, the crash of American Flight 587, the Columbia disaster, the Northwest power outage the Banda Asa earthquake, and more recently, Trump's victory in the national election. Greg Hunter's uh, first question was about the deep state, where he paraphrased Cliff's summation of his report, which came out last month, and that was that the jig is up for the deep state. And Cliff responded back that it actually had less to do with the deep deep state than it had to do with our evolution under their oppression. In the past, we'd been living in a situation where the deep state was controlling the narrative, controlling all of our language, what we were allowed to speak about, and the intensity of it. And as we started resisting that control, they then introduced the rigidity of political correctness to counter the resistance to their narrative. Naturally, people started rebelling against that thought form in any way they could. And interestingly, As a result, we internally became more complex. And he said that we see this with the younger generations. Uh, they, They know more, they have more information, more facts at their disposal, and they're able to call BS on stuff more rapidly in looking at the nuance of things. Cliff said that when he was their age, he was merely just trying to absorb facts. So the level of complexity in humans themselves has increased, and that is the factor that the deep state did not take into account. They kept their rigid mindset, their rigid rules, they kept everything so boxed in that they were unaware that humanity had evolved out and around their obstructions. So the deep state is dying because the knowledge of it is so prevalent. It can't be stopped. It's growing exponentially, and the knowledge itself is going to crush the deep state. And all I can say, Renegade Nation, is yay, because that resonates the big truth big time with me, and I'm sure it does you too. And it makes sense. I mean, you know, when you think of all the attacks on the Trump administration, this controlled progressive agenda that took the Democratic Party over which is contributing to its demise big time and a good thing, too. I mean, political parties, in my opinion, are an infiltration into our body politic to divide and conquer us through polarity. Our two-party system needs to go. It's a controlling, narrow perspective which never even begins to address the vastness of humanity's needs and interests. And that, renegade nation, is by design. So anyway, Greg Hunter remarked on the uh, current attacks being waged against Jeff Sessions, for example. I mean, the accusations that the administration is in bed with Russia merely because Sessions talked to the Russian ambassador, which was his job, and the accusations around the number of visits by the Russian ambassador to the White House has been framed as a constant fighting retreat by the deep state. And Cliff remarked that they are trying to whittle the administration down in order to get rid of Trump's team, which would leave Trump isolated and impotent. And the reason they want to do this is because Trump's cabinet is not typical of the past. These people are trustworthy, professional, very hardworking and loyal members who know how to get stuff done. This cabinet is fighting what Cliff called a creative revolution, definitely not the normal ideologues that permeate politics to push specific agendas for the deep state. We don't have that this time. And they are very dangerous to the powers that be who've been enjoying their privilege at the hands of the deep state. Cliff said that you have to understand that our current power elite are worse in their corruption than Caligula or Nero. And so we're going through that same level of degradation in our empire now. So here we have the revolution that has come up, uh, and in order to get their way again, their goal is to whittle away the fierce support, the loyal lieutenants in Trump's administration any way they can. So it's going to get very dirty and very dangerous, as if it isn't already. Uh, but And that's why we're entering this month into a higher level of chaos, according to the data sets of Cliff High's report. And this is interesting. The tactic they're using is labeling. In other words, a social tactic, not a legal one. They want a trial in the public mind. They're employing name calling instead of going down any kind of uh, legal approach, which they cannot and will not do for obvious reasons, Renegade Nation. They don't have a legal leg to stand on. As Cliff said, they can't afford the discovery. So, pass the word to those who you might know, you know, people who are still buying the rhetoric coming out of the controlled mass media and tell them, don't fall for it. Anyway, geez, name calling, huh? <laughs> how very grown up. <laughs> you know, it never ceases to amaze me how these powerful, influential people elected or appointed to office who are there, allegedly, to take care of the interests of hundreds of millions of people. And when the going gets tough, they resort to tactics developed in grade school. Well, I'll stoop to that level here, momentarily at least. I'll do some name-calling here. How's this? Give up, you bunch of Pedophile, cannibalistic murderers of babies and defenseless children. You're going to prison, you sex trafficker, drug running criminal psychopaths, you Satan worshipping heathens, you barbaric, warmongering cretins of the underworld. Go crawl back under the rocks you came from and into the slimy depths that birthed you. We have no need for you or your ilk and no longer give you our consent to live among us, let alone have any influence or power. You do not belong in the family of humanity. I seriously doubt you are human, you non-empa- non-empathetic, greedy, inland pirates. Be gone and rape, pillage, and plunder. No more. <laughs> Did I leave anything out? <laughs> that maybe half covered it. I think I left out vermin uh well it's a start <laughs> uh but pedophilia is covered in his report um uh, he did he had to write obliquely he said about it so as not to impart information that could possibly impede the ongoing efforts of the current investigations and arrests he commented on greg hunter's calling the pedophilia rings in the halls of power and influence as considered by them as a privilege to engage in these perverted acts. Glyph responded that it is a key element and that some might consider it being called a privilege of power that they have come to enjoy, but it's also the way they blackmail these people and get them to abandon their principles. So it is, at this stage, the linchpin for bringing down the power elite. And they are deathly afraid that this is coming out and are very reactionary because of this. I mean, all these recent reports coming out these days, like, uh, you know, how Obama is going to lead an impeachment campaign and lead 30,000 people this spring to march on Washington and so forth, a reactionary level retaliation. He said he's never seen a presidential campaign and the post reactions where there's been this level of emotional intensity after an election. And I definitely have to agree with him there. I've said that myself i would never seen anything like this in my lifetime. I don't think anybody has. Excuse me. But the very interesting conclusion that Cliff came to in the linguistic analysis is that these people are literally freaking out because Trump is going after them. And what was very revealing about High's work is that You know, he talked about the difficulty he has gone through in the actual act of processing the language of what he calls the powers that be entity and the press entity, because the language of fear is just so nasty that it is hard to keep reading it all in the hours it takes him to do, uh, to process these reports. I actually feel feel for the guy, my God. It's hard enough for me just following what's going on in the news and not get depressed. Um, But these people, he said, are desperately afraid beyond even for their lives. It's almost on an ego level, he said, that this stuff should not come out. That it's actually a stronger emotional language than someone who is fearing for his life. Amazing. Uh, And Cliff went on to say... And this part was really interesting Uh, with regard to pedophilia, that their plan, their plan A, was to remove the prohibition against pedophilia. If you can comprehend that, I'll say it again. They planned to remove the prohibition against pedophilia and cannibalism. Let that one sink in. If Hillary had won the election, there was going to be all this stuff rapidly ladled out. He said, take a look at Chelsea Clinton's book, which is not now being promoted because mom didn't win. But it's a good, interesting read, he said, because it lays out exactly where they were heading. If you read between the lines, they were interested in, quote, maneuvering the social contract, unquote. ...in such a way that pedophilia and cannibalism at the level of the elite would be socially accepted. That was plan A. Oh, Jesus. Ah! Well, plan A failed with Hillary's loss, thank God. And now they face the consequences of exposure, as they had no plan B. So now, when it is exposed, which it absolutely will be exposed... It is going to blow off big time. The shit will hit the fan like we've never seen before. And all I can say is, well, my friends, I'm going to love watching this play acted out. It is beyond words to truly see this for what it is, what these people have been doing and enjoying. Especially when you think of how many children go missing every year. Like the ones who go into the child protective services and are never seen again. And here's a a statistic for you. According to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, roughly 800,000 children are reported missing each year in the United States. That's roughly 2,000 per day. And that's just in one country. Think about it. Beyond the revulsion of this subject, a cynical comment that comes to my mind is, well, there's our tax dollars at work. This is Everly Isby. I'm taking a break. I'll be right back. This is Renegade Talk Radio. More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Ecologic Radio. Hello again, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby. I'm back connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Um, and, you know, I'm talking about the interview of Cliff High by Greg Hunter and you know I found this last part about Chelsea's book I didn't even know she'd written one but the simple fact that pedophilia was going to be promoted if her mother had won the election and that it spells out between the lines the agenda to make pedophilia okay at least for the elite I mean that's just beyond me I it's beyond my comprehension I just, I, I, I mean, at least in my expression of life, I mean, how fucking insane. I guess you have to think about the onslaught, you know, that we've been witnessing from the entertainment world that's been fi- so filled with Lucifer- Luciferian symbology. Like the last halftime at the Super Bowl when Lady Gaga performed, I, it was just filled with satanic satanic symbology. I can't really put my my words together very well at this moment. uh But that's where they were headed, Renegade Nation, and it just gives me the creeps, honestly. And what's even more stupefying is I've heard that there have been signs recently around New York City that are promoting the idea of Hillary for mayor of New York. I mean, I have a feeling that'll never happen. I mean, based on the multitudinous investigations surrounding her and Bill, I call them Hillbill, Hillbilly, and the Clinton Foundation, the belly of the beast, the fraud, the money laundering, taking money from foreign interests while she was Secretary of State, which is sedition. And let's not forget the exposure they gave themselves while traveling on Epstein's jet, the Lolita Express, to Pedophilia Island, which is Mossad Intelligence Central for uh and record everything. I mean, the list goes on and on, and it's a long one, isn't it? I just don't see, given the light of what is happening now and what is <laughs> progressing along, that Killery will manage to launch herself back into pub- public office of any kind. At least, that's my highest hope. It would be a tragedy and obviously a clear signal that the tentacles of the deep state are still entrenched here. I, you know, so, but these things are coming down. So, but that is one of my dreams these days, you know, the return of the rule of law to those who have placed themselves above it. From Wall Street and the banksters, that thing in Washington, D.C., the state and county governments, the corporate conglomerate system that has been running things for so very long. I say no more, and I hope you join me in that sentiment. This merry-go-round needs to stop because I, and an, an ever exponentially growing number of humanity, want to get off. There's a new ride, a much better one that we can take. Because frankly, this one isn't just, just isn't fun enough, and it it's time to tear it down. I reject it offhand. And I want to get to that new ride, and I'm going to cover that in upcoming shows. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, as I'm telling you, Um, and I've talked about it in the past, but for this show, I want to expand a bit more uh, into what Cliff Cliff High's uh, predictive report had to say about the world of banking and finance, because that affects us directly. It also resonated with all I have been reading about, the volatility of the markets, the absolute strangeness of it because I've heard experts saying that they're not participating or advising people on what to invest in at this time as they've never seen the market acting like it is. It's historically unprecedented. So I want to include this for as food for thought for you. Uh, Greg in the interview commented that the banks are facing a derivatives bust and the banks are going down. Cliff responded by saying that we would be seeing regional bank failures going on around the world due to the derivatives exposure that was create, has created the majority of instabilities within banking and investment. But he said it would not be a worldwide derivatives bust all at once that we'll see failures of certain banks here and there. Certain banks uh, in Italy, for example, a certain bank might fail. And then it might dribble over to, say, Deutsche Bank, uh, but that they might be able to contain it. So everybody breathes a sigh of relief. And then maybe in a regional area of banks in Texas will shut down and then are propped back up by, say, a, a credit infusion and then it pops up in California next, then in the Far East, then back to Europe and so forth. So we will be experiencing this derivatives disease, as he said, so that will be the basic modus operandi for the banks globally through the rest of this year. What he said was that obviously some of these banks won't recover and many people will not be able to recover their cash. And I've talked into this scenario in past shows as well. That's why I keep saying, put your interests first and prepare for eventualities of this kind of thing happening. Just keep a minimal amount in the banks for specific bills or what have you. Have a few weeks worth of cash on hand and stock up on essentials to walk through any eventuality to carry you through as the dominoes fall in your local area. Take your valuables, uh, important papers out of a bank's security boxes you may be renting and secure them elsewhere. Cliff recommended that uh, under the circumstances, no bank is really safe because of the interbank lending practices over the last uh, 30 or 40 years and that there's no way to tell if any bank is truly secure or stable. He recommended that people might consider banking in savings and loans or credit unions instead of the major banks who may have exposure that you won't be able to ascertain. And whatever you do, don't count on the FDIC, the Federal Depository Insurance. That will not save your deposits, Renegade Nation. The problem is too endemic and global. So once again, we're entering a period of chaos, a building chaos, if you will, as all things on all levels are evolving. The old is falling away in the light of awareness coming in that is exposing the, well, (laughs) the hell that we've all been living under. The criminal interests that have been raping, pillaging, and plundering humanity and everything living on this planet. Renegade Nation, we're growing up. And we certainly don't need these vermin that have enslaved us to control our lives any longer stop relying on them. The responsibility is in your hands. So, simply put, we're going through a period of adjustment during this evolutionary process. Stay balanced. Detach yourselves from the emotional baggage being expressed in all its various forms by those intimately affected, those vermin. And protect yourself, your self-interests, as well as those of your family, friends, and loved ones, spread the word. Don't let their reactionary attacks affect your good humor in this adventure of life. You gotta keep your sense of humor and your love alive and not worry or take too seriously the demise of this old system of the dollar. My strongest suggestions would be to get out of the system to the best of your ability and celebrate that it is crumbling that the old is falling away. I certainly do. We've lived our whole lives under this mind-controlling system of enslavement, and we are here to witness that fall. That's the good news. You know, and during these weird times, I'm constantly, you know, I have to constantly remind myself to stay in my heart zone and to release any anxiety or fear that may kind of creep in. I mean as you're probably aware the heart is consciousness itself it's our other brain our heart communicates with our brain more than anything else in our body hence the saying follow your heart that's control center of our inner knowing i heard someone say i don't know if i read it or what but um the act of placing your fingers to your heart and telling yourself to change from thinking from your head, your brain, and instructing yourself to listen and think from your heart. That, you know, that quiet little voice that we too often don't hear because we're in our heads and not our heart. The act of doing that can balance you and keep your fears and your emotions from carrying you away into disconnectedness a very powerful reminder i wanted to express to you in the insanity of living in this dimension we all need these powerful reminders we are more than our brains and our bodies and we're here to participate in the demise of this system of enslavement that's been going on for thousands of years so this is an extraordinary period to witness this don't you think it's like far out man (laughs) I did that in tribute to John Denver. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break here um, and close the show with a bit more financial information from Cliff High, which is very interesting. This is Everly S.B. I'll be right back. We don't sugarcoat shit. (laughs) This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Okay, this is Everly Isby. I'm back right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Uh, And I've been talking about the Cliff High interview, as you know, if you've been listening all the way through. And Cliff High said something interesting about Bitcoin and the metals market uh, on the analysis of his report. Greg prefaced his question about this subject, uh, remarking on the chaos coming in the efforts of the progressives like Obama, and in my mind, like George Soros, uh, to attack and destabilize Trump's administration. Cliff explained that there is a temporal milestone being created in Bitcoin crossing over the value of gold in U.S. dollar terms, and that is also, there was also a another temporal marker in terms of silver. Now, the metals markets have always been manipulated. I mean, silver itself has been kept historically uh, lower than its actual value in regards to its relationship with the value of gold. Silver is now at something like eighteen dollars and twenty cents, or some number around eighteen. Cliff commented that there's a lot of emotional support showing the powers that be are very much afraid of it breaking over that level. They fear it will be uncontrollable if it breaks over the $18 level. He said, and we are right there. We have the emotional chaos on their side. We have the building emotional chaos at the political level. And, uh, you know, on this part, uh, it was really interesting because he said that insofar as the dying political elite are concerned, his data disagrees with their assessment. They are of the opinion, because they're so isolated, uh, that they think they have the support of vast numbers of people across the country to take this administration down. The plans by Obama and also Soros's groups have plans to have vast numbers to march and wreak havoc this spring on D.C. when the weather's warmer. But Cliff's data shows the emotional support for that is on a major decline since last December when we saw that fever pitch of demonstrations and protests. Uh, He says the emotional support of this movement has fallen so far by about a third. And that by the spring... Uh, when these protests and other machinations are set to go into a play, that the numbers will probably fall by as much as another third. So it looks, according to Cliff's data, that this major onslaught against the Trump regime will just kind of peter out, which, which sounds right to me, you know. And you know, it's really funny is when I don't watch television and I recommend if you're watching television all the time, turn it off. It is so brain numbing and it makes you stupid. Um, <clears throat> And they've proven that with the studies they do on the subliminal programming and all that kind of stuff that they're doing. Turn the fucking boob tube off. But when I turn it off and I'm not listening to it, like I say, the only times I listen to it is just to kind of see what they're saying in the news so I can attack them. (laughs) But when I'm not listening to it, I can just feel everything calming down. You know, I can feel, it's like this weight is coming off my shoulders. It's like there's a big sigh of relief going on everywhere. That's how it feels for me anyway. But uh, back to the pedophilia investigations and what Cliff High said in regards to that was that he was very happy about the, and he called it a soft voice approach to the ongoing arrests, uh, that it is proceeding as it is because it is the way in which serious people conduct business. And as for the top people going down, Cliff suggested that about, for example, about a third of our broadcast media pot personalities, according to his data sets, uh, they're conveying that 30 to 40% will either be arrested or will flee the country from their own actions or by supporting the actions of others and keeping their knowledge of the sex trafficking quiet to protect those people. The data sets strongly show that these, quote, famous faces, again, that's how the data sets describe them. Definitely, these famous faces definitely have skin in the game, and they're very afraid these days, and some will flee the country and seek asylum elsewhere. That will be interesting to see if that plays out that way. Uh, Glenn brought the subject back to silver. In Cliff's analysis of the ongoing rise of Bitcoin and Cliff's approval of Bitcoin, because it's much harder to manipulate, silver is going to rise in a major way. It will explode. Uh, It will rise faster than gold and faster than Bitcoin. And Cliff responded that silver has an interesting future in the years ahead. That it will be a key component in the increasingly complex hypertechnologies, which uh, he explained were energy-related technologies that will be coming out. So according to Cliff High, silver will break out this year and there will be an ongoing battle by the elites to suppress that rise. But as time goes by, by October of this year, according to his data sets, they will begin losing the battle to maintain its suppression, as they've been doing all along, to keep their casino game running in their favor. The need for silver will become evident to everyone as these hyper-technologies come out And over the next few years, we will see a major drive, he said, watch for this, a major drive by corporations to purchase and acquire silver for their profits, even going so far as to scrounge for silver plating and what can be gotten from old film stock. As I said earlier, the uh, hyper-technologies... are energy-related, but he said it would also spin off into the health field as well. So the picture he paints, once again, from his analysis of of the data sets, is that the price of silver over the next few years will probably soar towards the neighborhood of $600 an ounce, and beyond that, even that, uh, as the next few years, to be at parity with gold. Uh, It would be too expensive then to be utilized as money. Cliff also went on to explain the precious metals market in more detail, um, but I choose to let you watch the interview instead of going into it myself because it gets rather complex, and I don't want to—I don't want to confuse anybody or anything. So go to the source. Um, a very interesting interview once again. So I thought I'd pass this on for your contemplation. Check it out if you are so inclined. I'm signing off here, Renegade Nation. As always, thanks for listening. Stay well and stay sane. I'll be back very soon. This is Everly Isby, connecting the dots on Renegade Talk Radio. Goodbye.